the Lord tells us, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Just a minute, just a minute. How can I be perfect like God? Are you sure? Well, that's what the Lord told the apostle. And he tells this not just to the apostle, but to everyone. This is the point that today we have to consider. And this is based in reality. Think of yourself. Who are you? You're a human being, right? You're a human being who had a lot of things ahead of you. You had to complete yourself regarding your profession, probably, regarding your situation in life, your position, regarding family matters, regarding intellectual matters. A lot of things are still pending in you. Am I right? So we can say, repeating with St. Paul, that you are running a race. All of us, he says, St. Paul writes, a Christian, a human being, even a human being, everyone is like running a race. Consider a race. A race has a beginning, right? In a race, when you run, you have to run along a certain circuit. You cannot run just any t anywhere you want. No, you have to follow the mark circuit, which is perfectly signalized. Sometimes when there are uh, other roads, there are bar with barricades, right? So that the runners don't get lost. So it's a race with the circuit perfectly clear. And then there is a final line. The important thing is to reach the final line. This, my friend, is your life, is my life. We are all running, whether we like it or not. Why are you in the race? Did you decide to run a race? No, really, no, no. You did not decide to be born, did you? No. One day you realize that you are alive, right? You were seven years old, and you realize, ah, I am someone. And what is the meaning of my life? This is what you have to find out, my friend. What is the meaning? What is my life? Or what is the purpose of my life? What is the purpose of the runner? To reach the final goal. What is the purpose of your life? What should be the purpose of your life? To reach the final line. And what is it? Don't be afraid. It's happiness. So why do you exist? To be happy. Don't be afraid. You need to be happy. You have a need to be happy. But not just certain happiness, you know, happen that you go there for 10 minutes and then how much bitterness, how much disappointment, 
Don't you get disappointed when a friend, a good friend, a person you consider a good friend, betrays you or abandons you or insults you? Well, that's not the point. We are, in this life, whether we like it or not, running a race, a race towards happiness. Not just a temporary happiness, but happiness forever. Something that you cannot even fully comprehend or imagine. But I assure you, this is what you want. Ask yourself, be sincere with yourself. What do I want? To be happy, immensely happy, infinitely happy. And this, my friend, is not negotiable. You can negotiate everything else, but you cannot negotiate this being happy forever. You might think, Father, but wh where is that, that happiness? I'll tell you. That happiness is not something. That happiness is a person. That happiness is God. Actually, one God, three persons. He is happiness. He is the infinite happiness. And uh, we have to open our eyes to realize that we are running the race. When you're aware of it, you run in the right way. Eh? You know what shoes to wear, what clothes, how to pace your breathing. I don't know, all these things that run there. Probably you have one of those smart watches that uh, monitor your, your heart and this no, and your breathing. I don't know, because nowadays there are so many things. Sorry, I'm not very familiar with it. I just saw it. No? Well, you see, these guys, they are trying to run in order to win. And you, my friend, have to run the race of your life in order to win. Are you? Well, that's why you have come to hear this meditation. Now, I can tell you, I was a young man like you are now. And then, one day, I began reading the way. That's the only thing we had. And I get to know about Saint Jose Maria Escriva and his message. And what was the core of his message? It was, you have to run the race. He called it seek sanctity. To seek sanctity is to run the race that God has placed you on. You have to seek sanctity. No matter who you are, no matter how old you are, no matter how rich or poor your profession, man or woman, in the Philippines, in Europe, in America, wherever you are, whoever you are, you have that strict obligation to seek sanctity. Why? Because you're human. <laughs> and since you're human, you desire happiness. And seeking sanctity and seeking happiness is the same thing, should be the same thing. True, true happiness, true happiness. Of course, nowadays there are many uh, fake happiness. You know, and how do you notice that this happiness, that is fake, that happiness? when it does not last. If it is a happiness that gives you some elation, makes you elated 
for 15 minutes and then nothing. Bitterness, disappointment, sense of betrayal, then it's not the true happiness. Because the true happiness gives you that happiness first for 15 minutes and then you go back to it and never leaves you. In spite of having all the difficulties in your life, you know why you are running. You know that you are running because you want to run towards happiness. And you will be able to take it. You will be able to take anything because you know what you are doing. Listen to this, my friend. Once you know the why you're running, the why, underline why, I might try to seek sanctity, why I should try to fight and seek Christ, why, then any how will be relevant. So this put two things together, why you have to ask yourself, and then how, it doesn't matter which might cost, with little cost. These days, I have been looking at this young fellow, Carlo Acutis, <clears throat> Italian. He died, I think, leukemia. He's a saint. He has been going to be beautified. 15 years old, playing soccer, going to school, wearing a hoodie mm, and blue jeans. The other, last week, they opened the tomb. It's a, it's a requirement when a person is going to be declared a blessed. They opened the, truth, the tomb in the, in the presence of the bishop, of the diocese, of his mother, and they found the, the body, I'm sure you have seen it in, in YouTube, the body fresh like the first day. Well, this is not important, but uh, it gives us a hint. This young man ran a race, very short race, because that's what God wanted. The, the why was very short. So the how, with a terrible sickness that ended his mortal life, is irrelevant. It, whatever God wants me to do. That's what our Mother the Virgin, I'm sure you have devotion to Our Lady. That's what she said. It's your mother, eh? I'm talking about your mother, Our Lady the Virgin. She said, be done unto me according to your word. Be done unto me, she said. So be done anything that God wants. He wants me to be the mother of God. So you see how our mother the Virgin was ready to do the will of God no matter what. And this is what we have to do. How? Well, sometimes we imagine that seeking sanctity is to be sanctimonious, okay? To be with a special kind of clothes. We see this Carlo Acutis <laughs> just with the, with the Adidas uh, hoodie or looks like, no? Or I think it's North Pace or something. With the brand, uh, sports clothes. Eh? That was buried and with, with the shoes, uh, running shoes because he was running in his life, I mean, spiritually speaking. So, 
Don't think that seeking sanctity is to be strange. Don't think that seeking sanctity is all of a sudden to to speak only, you know, uh, to say, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, amen. No, no, no. No, my friend. Seeking sanctity, being the kind of man you ought to be, being the kind of person God wanted you to be since all eternity, being the kind of man that you have been born for, remember, you have been born for this, not for any other reason, to be happy. Well, seeking sanctity, you have to be the person you are right now. You know. But, tapat, being right. Okay, that is putting aside what God doesn't want. And what is what God doesn't want? Sin. And trying hard. You see, in the race, they don't push you. You cannot sit down in a wheelchair and somebody pushes you. No, that's not the race. Well, perhaps of a person with, with uh, some physical incapacity. No, we are talking about a real serious race. You have to run and you have to perspire. Well, in life, seeking sanctity, you have to run. You have to exert effort. Don't be afraid. It's an effort that makes you happy. The effort of waking up every day. The effort of having a moment of prayer every day. The effort of going to confession periodically. The effort of going to Mass, receive communion as often as you can in the midst of the pandemia. The effort of never being afraid of anything. Because God is your Father who loves you. Because God is looking at you. Ah, yes, by the way, you're running the race. Yeah, you think that you are alone, but it's not true. You're running the race together with many people. All of us, we all are running. And all of us have a, a, a form a team. We are a team. Team. We are a family. We are the team of Jesus Christ team of Jesus Christ. So therefore, you have to be holy in the ordinary things of every day. But at the same time, realizing that the way you perform your ordinary duties has an enormous impact in your future happiness. Working, if you're working in a company or not, Family life, playing sports, relaxing, watching a game, whatever, it's okay. If it leads you to God, if this is what God wants you to do at that moment. But remember, you're running as a member of a team, of my team, of your team, of the team of Jesus. So therefore, you cannot say, well, whatever I do with myself, who cares? It's my business, and no one should interfere. Wrong. This is what you think. When you perform, you send graces to the people around you, the people you love, to all of us. When you become a bandit, <laughs> then you cause harm to the persons you love. 
because we are all united. Like in a team, if one of the players, the runners in the team, falls behind, he puts the average of the team lower. They might lose because this guy is not performing, is lazy. That's why you have to continue running because everybody else is going ahead. Because everybody else needs you. Yes, you don't notice it, but people need you. Beginning with your family, they need you. You know this nowadays with the COVID. <clears throat> what happens if a person goes to his house and he has been contaminated? Well, he passes it to everyone in his house. He might not want it, but it happened if he has the COVID virus. What happens when the person commits a mortal sin? Mysteriously, this person causes harm to the person he loves, the person closest to him, yes. Because we form this communion of the saints, we are interconnected. So therefore, we have to continue running. My friend, you cannot sit down there in the banqueta, in the sidewalk, drinking a Coke. No, you have to continue fighting. <clears throat> but I'm tired. Well, even so. But I don't see clear why. <clears throat> well, sometimes we don't see clear, but you, when you see the others running, you get a little bit encouraged and you run yourself, right? Sometimes you forget why you are running, but then the others remind you, ah, we are in a race and I have to to reach out with the others, no? You run because you're seeking happiness, not only because the others are running, but, you know, it's like an incentive, a reminder. What if I hit a stone and I fall? It might happen, my friend. It might happen. Don't be afraid. Don't panic. The Lord has a medicine store to lift you up Cure you, put a bandage, and you continue running. It is called confession, the sacrament of penance. You call the medic. The medic is a priest, by the way. I'm a medic <laughs> of the soul. You call the medic, and he goes there, cures you. But first, you have to say, medic! Well, not really. You have to say, pardon me, Lord, pardon me, Lord. So this is the first step. You have to ask our Lord for pardon. And this is the first thing. And then when he cures you, you have to say, thank, thank. Because if not, what kind of fellow are you? You are really bad-mannered. And as you're running, you have to continue saying, continue helping me in the future. This is what you have to do. Remember these three things. Pardon me if ever you fall. Thank you when you are already up. And continue helping me because you, you need that help. This way you recognize that you are not a superman, that you need help. Superman ne never needs anyone because he can, is better than anybody. No, you are not. I'm not. I think you are not. Okay. 
So forget about the kappa. You are not Superman. So therefore, you have to be humble. You have to say, help me. That's why you go to confession. You go to spiritual direction. So that you continue running. Exerting effort in the ordinary things of the day. This is what Opus Dei is all about. This is what Saint Jose Maria is all about. That's why we call him the saint of the ordinary. Ordinary what? Ordinary things. You know, there are many structures in the church. Many. It's good, fantastic, excellent. This is the sign that God loves us all. So, there are organizations, for instance, that foster the adoration of the Blessed Sacrament for 24 hours. Other organizations foster, uh, I don't know, whatever. You know? So the prayer of the rosary. Others, uh, Mother Butler, well, these ladies that keep on sewing uh, uh, sacred vestments and things like that. Italian, iba, iba. But what the message that St. Jose Maria received from God is to announce to everybody, ordinary people, that they had to be holy. It's to shake a person and tell him, hey, you, maybe you don't remember this, or maybe you had never know what he had told, ever told you, but you had to be holy. You have to seek sanctity. You had to be happy. I'm reminding you, and I'm not imposing on you, why? Because I'm not going to, to tell you, hey, you have to be happy. Well, of course, you can say, right? Of course, I knew it. <laughs> That's what I want, to be happy. So, the message of St. Jose Maria is, is, is sensitized in these things. You too, you also have to be holy. You also have to run this race, that race. How? And he specifies two uh, factors. One is holiness, seeking holiness, seeking sanctity, which is seeking God, seeking happiness. And second, apostolate. What is apostolate? Concern for the others in the ordinary things. In Opus Dei, we don't preach. Oh, what a shame, I'm preaching. <laughs> but it's because I'm a priest. Eh? You should not preach. Okay, you should talk to your friends, that's apostolate. Talking to your friends in a positive manner, that's apostolate. Remember, you're running a race. What are you wearing? You're wearing a jersey, a shirt, whatever you may call it. In your chest, you have a logo. Look at it. And that logo is the team, the logo of the team. Is equal for all the persons of the same team. What is that logo? The anagram of Christ. That logo is Jesus Christ. Where do you put the logo? In your chest. All of us. You, me, the other fellow, your friend, your parents, your brothers and sisters. All of us belong to the same team and have the same logo in our shirt in front. So therefore, you have to mind, mind the logo that you carry. You have to honor that logo 
You are a Christian, my friend. Therefore, if you are a Christian, you are a son of God, not just a friend. The Lord calls us friend, but by dying on the cross, we became children of God with him, with Jesus. So this is our logo. This is who you are. This is who you ought to be. That logo in your chest. Honor it. But if you look at your shirt, at the back it has your name. Johnny, Bong, or whatever it may be. Okay? Now, be sure that you put your name at the back. How many of your friends, persons you know, wear the shirt, but they have placed their names in their chest? I mean, this is what they mine. Me, me, me. My name, my name, what I want, what I prefer. And they are all involved in sensuality, greed, pride. What a pity. Are they happy? No. Are they running after happiness? Neither. So, don't put your name in the front. Remember, you had to keep your name at the back. It means you had to mind first the things of Jesus, the logo that you carry, because somebody put it there. Who? Jesus Christ himself. When? When you were baptized, you became a son of God. You are a son of God. You have that logo. Not just a logo in a shirt. It's more than that. It's like a tattoo that you carry there. You cannot take it away. Honor it. And always exert that effort to keep your personal things, your personal interests, subordinated to those of God. Lord, what do you want me to do? Okay, I'll do it. But it's going to cost me even so. I may even fall. I will get up with God's help because I know he will never abandon me. Continue running, my friend. Continue running. Remember, you're running, seeking happiness, seeking sanctity. You're not running like a person just wants to be, uh, you know, uh, physically uh, tuned. No, we're not running for the sake of running. We're running towards a certain goal, which is there, which you desire, which is prepared for you. Be perfect, as my Father is perfect, you see, is a, is a positive desire. But the difference is that it is in the ordinary things of your life. It's there that you have to find God. If you don't find him there in the ordinary things, you will never find Jesus. You are called to that fullness. Yes, you are called to that happiness as a preparation for the future life in which we will see God face to face and we will be happy forever in the same team, in the same family, in God's house. Continue fighting, living close to Jesus, close to his mother who is your mother. Don't be afraid 
if you find yourself weak, you have a heart. Put the greatest heart, sorry, the greatest love in your heart. Don't fill it up with, you know, rotten loves which do not last. Feed your heart with the greatest love. You know which one is it. That one of serving God in whatever place you are, living your ordinary life like so many people. Tell our Lord, Lord, grant me the grace to be able to run as you wish, whatever you want, but please give me strength to accomplish what you want me to accomplish. Remember, my friend, you have a mission. You are a man with a mission. God has given you that mission when you were born. Open your eyes. Perhaps until now you have not discovered it. But your life has a meaning which you had to find. I don't know. I don't even know you. But I'm sure, absolutely sure, that if you're alive, I think you're alive, right? Well, if you're alive, means that God has a purpose for you. Jesus Christ has a purpose for you. And that purpose is happiness, to find him who is absolute happiness. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have added to me in this meditation. I beg your help in performing them. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me.